Welcome back. The mystery of Miranda continues. Does it continue or is it solved? Oh, Eli! <laughs> I'm Cheyenne. This is You've Got a Minute. I'm a solo host now. Goodbye, folks. Oh, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I no, wouldn't no, no. notice half the shit you do. I'm going to sit here with my arms crossed and stare blankly for the rest <laughs> of the episode. This is You've Got a Minute. We review every single minute of You've Got Mail. Minute by minute, we are on minute... 33 going into 34, I believe. Substantially into the film. And I have to say, I feel as invigorated as I did when the film started. And I don't know if that's because the shop around the corner segment that was a thousand minutes long really brought me down. But I am juiced. Yeah, we are, you know, when the movie started, we were kind of getting excited because new things were like oh we get to talk about this person we get to talk about this person and then there was a long stretch of just like world building but now it feels like we we get to like both of the stores are open things are happening you Mm -hmm. know we've got to see joe and kathleen meet we've got to see the conflict with the bookstores we're getting to meet new people again it's november it's finally november the best month oh that's a unique take i wouldn't say it's unique i bet there are plenty of people who think that I would love to hear you rank at least the top three months. I mean, it's November and then, I guess, October and December. (laughs) Wow, a fall winter boy. Yes. Okay. I mean, my birthday, Christmas and Halloween. What else do you need? Uh, Well, you know, in college, I had to give a four-minute extemporaneous speech on what the best month of the year is, and it's obviously February. Did you have to give this, or did you frequently give this to anyone who would listen? (laughs) Anyone who foolishly sat next to you at lunch? I (laughs) sat next to me at lunch in college. (laughs) I drew the topic out of a hat. (laughs) And, I mean, the answer to me was very clear. We've got the Oscars, the... That's well, it. The, no, the Golden Globes are sometimes in January. It depends. But we've got the Oscars. We've got the Super Bowl. We've got my birthday at the time, my cat's birthday. It's Black History Month. There's Groundhog's Day. There's Valentine's Day. It's Aquarius season. The more I stare at her, the more outraged she becomes. Like Miranda. Like Miranda. So let's talk about who this Miranda person is. Uh, you know, she, Kathleen knocks on the window to get her attention. She opens the door and she's like, what are you doing out there? Miranda's like, oh, hey, uh, I was just peeking into your store, dot, dot, dot. Eli, that is the worst reenactment you've ever done on this show. And I only say that because sometimes you are like possessed by the spirit of the actor. (laughs) Try again. What actually happens is uh, Kathleen invites her inside and she says, we're so excited about your book coming out. When can we schedule a signing? And Miranda's like... It's coming out in January. Will you even be around by then? Yeah, she, as it turns out, now we know Miranda is an author. She has a book coming out and she's concerned about whether or not the shop around the corner is even going to be open. The reason she was peeking in through the windows because there were no people inside and she was trying to figure out, oh my God, did my friend's store close? Do we think Miranda's an erotic fiction writer and she's always so pressed that her books are in the back and she's like, man, there's not even anyone here to even make it to the back where my book is. Have we made jokes about the erotic fiction section of I the did. shop around the corner before? No, 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 no. I, I was like, this sounds really familiar. Deja vu. Um, so. <laughs> so uh, Kathleen tries to assure her. She's like, we're doing fine, aren't we? And Christina, like 
looks uh, looks away and Birdie, you just see Birdie's hand reach around the corner and she says, no difference whatsoever. Yeah, like there could be a puppet on this woman's hand. You do not see Birdie's face. It's all hand. Yeah, she is lying for Kathleen as dramatically as she can. This is a moment where she's helping Kathleen with her denial. Mm-hmm. So it's like when they're alone, she's trying to make her face things, but she doesn't want to embarrass her in front of other people, which again, very good therapist, that Birdie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Miranda, this is a really great moment because Miranda says, well, we should do something. Critical to the film moving forward. Yeah, this yeah. moment. She pops into the store. She says, are you guys doing okay? We should do something. I'll, whatever you need, I will help you. If you need picket signs, if you need protests, we could get the times to write about something. Or. Or. She says. Or that nut from the Observer. And Kathleen is taken out of her own circumstance for a moment. She's like, ah, what nut? Because if you recall, Frank Navasky works for the Observer. Christina is in the background cutting her little snowflakes and she is grinning like a mad woman. She is moment. so pleased. Yeah, because she knows what's about to happen. Miranda had said the, or that nut in the Observer line as she was like walking out the door, like she said it as she was waving goodbye. And she turns back and she's like, oh, you know the one. Frank something or other. The one who's so in love with his typewriter. This is just the sort of thing that would outrage him. Nail in the coffin. Yeah, she says, this is just the sort of thing that would outrage him. (laughs) As incredible as this moment is, I think this is the first time in the film where we've had a purely, we need a plot device that moves things forward because Miranda just disappears as quickly as she appears. She, so that actually brings me up to two really good points. One, she does come back in one form or another later in a very critical moment in the film yet again. Two, we actually saw her before this scene, and this was the thing that I wanted to talk about. When we saw the montage of Fox Books opening, I'd actually never noticed this until this watch through of the movie. Miranda is in line at the opening day of Fox Books. I'm not convinced that was her. It's abs- I'm, I am. It's 100% that actress. She's in the scene either as an extra or they deliberately were like, hey, can we get you to do this? What if she had such energy as an extra standing outside of Fox Books? Like, you know, we have a role <laughs> we for, have you. for you. Well, when she does come back later, we'll find out like how important she is. Because it's really interesting, especially when you consider both of those facts. The fact that she came and, and motivated Kathleen and the fact that she was probably canonically at the opening of Fox Books. Those are both really interesting things with the third thing that happens with this character. But we'll have to talk about that another time. Right now, we need to move on to what happens next. We transition. Mm -hmm. Kathleen has just been called out for having a nut of a boyfriend. And we kind of seamlessly move into uh, her and Frank in front of a door talking about the day's events yeah. and frank is just classic making something about himself he says she thinks i'm a nut and kathleen's like that's not the point she thinks my business is in trouble why would she say that yeah yeah it's so funny and frank's like there's no reason why she would say that you're fine you're totally fine like he's like don't worry about you don't worry about the point that she was making about you he's he's very dismissive of that and as they wrap up this, can it even be called an argument? It's the tiniest tiff. Yeah. But this door opens and they compose themselves and the door opens to a party. Yep. Yeah, they have uh, they have come to a party uh, somewhere, you know, fan- fancy people in a New York apartment. And the woman who answers the door is like, Frank, Kathleen, come on inside. 
Vince will be so happy to see you. And Frank says, Vince, congratulations, and shakes hands with an older man. Dear listeners, do you remember who Vince is? Vince is one of the people that Patricia Eden talks about in her opening lines. She says that Murray Chilton died. Good riddance. That's one (laughs) less person I'm not speaking to. And she points to the newspaper and says, Vince got a great review. He'll be insufferable. The world building. I'm blown away. Vince's book has come out and they are celebrating his book at this party. That's literally what this party is about. And no one ever says it in the film. This is the only indication we get. We was, Have you noticed this before? Because you never said this to me before. No, I have said it. I've pointed it out. Was I asleep? We're going to pretend I was asleep. But hundreds of times I've watched this movie and I've never noticed this detail. And it's so fucking juicy. I'm just like, I'm swelling at how smart Nora and Delia are. And it will become important in a few minutes. The fact that Patricia mentioned this Vince person and Frank knows him. Because what's going to happen if they both know a person who's having a big party? They're going to be... We'll, ah! we will. It's so funny. I was about to say, oh, I miss Patricia. But we're about to see Kathleen. Well, mm-hmm. I, we can't give it away. Look, you know... <sighs> Lipstick in your Valentino bag. We will see you in the next minute. Until next time. Thank, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of You've Got a Minute. You can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. If you'd like to say hi, our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next episode. Interesting.